Welcome to Let Me Pod to You. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter. We hate Jacob. I'm here with my co-host, Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. You can also subscribe and ring that bell for notifications on the YouTubes. Oh my God. <laughs> what is that? How did you do that? I It did it by itself. I didn't do that. Audio people, my man had like fireworks behind him. That was incredible. That's very strange. Very okay, Dimitri will fix it in post. Um, our non-beer of the week this week is the Sam Adams Just the Haze IPA. Mm. It's the, oh boy, it's so bad. <laughs> I have I have that one and one more left. Awful. Shoot, we'll never yeah. buy again. Dog shit. Damn. But. In brighter news, the Royal Rumble is this week, Dimitri. Yes, sir. It is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. I don't know where it ranks for you, but it is my number one. Excluding WrestleMania, it's my favorite. Of of course. I mean, WrestleMania yeah. is its own thing. Yeah. So my question for you this week, if you were going to be an entrant in the Royal Rumble, what position would you pick to come in? That's the easiest answer ever, bro. I'm not looking to put on for the fans. I'm trying to win the fucking match. Give me 30. <laughs> That's what I thought you would say. That's what I thought you would say. And at first thought, I was also thinking 30. But I think that I could pull like a 25, 26, 27. So I'm not the, they're not like the, oh, they just gave him 30. So he'd have the easy dub. You know, I get, I get a couple people over the ropes, you know, a little, little bit of near over the ropes for myself. And I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying coming in at 30. But I think you get a little added edge of respect coming in, you know, in the mid-20s. See, that's where you're wrong. Fuck the respect, bro. Just <laughs> hand me the match. <laughs> Let me get the match. <laughs> My second question of the week for you, Dimitri. Yes, sir. Did you watch Raw this week? I did. Brother, me too. And I think we deserve a round of applause. Yes. Because we never watch Raw, but I yeah, did. I it's did. It's never it. both of us. It never, <laughs> it's always one or the is, other. It's a rare week. Anyway, our format here is top of the mid. We're going to hit Bloodline Cinematic Universe. Headlines, stocks rising, stocks falling. This is going to be a very Royal Rumble themed podcast. Yeah, buddy. So we're going to be kind of breaking that down through that format. But Dimitri, first, who's top of the mid? So, uh, as I put here, it's it's been kind of a uh, a little bit of a rough week for top of the mid, uh, just because the mid of a lot of what happened on both Raw and SmackDown was just so like filler contenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for example, I ran through like I I watched both shows live, mm-hmm. and I struggled to remember exactly what was in the middle. So, like, I ran back through the shows. And obviously we had, you know, a few big moments with big stars, but then on Raw, we had like Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark. That's not going to make top of the mid. Uh, nope. <laughs> we had like, it that was like, like bottom off. of the mid. Honestly, that tag it, match was, that was, <laughs> I skipped it. <laughs> yeah. It just felt like there was just so much uh, just bleh content this week. But one of the things that stood out for me was the uh, KO and and Logan Paul segment. And Mm -hmm. before I slide into talking about it, I want to give a shout out to my man, R-Truth, because he was still interesting and he was still very funny in his little segment. And it was funny at the end of uh, Raw when he came out and caused uh, Priest a match. Good stuff, but he didn't do enough for me to give him top of the mid this week. I'm I'm with you on that, 100%. Yeah. I was actually a little disappointed in our truth this week. Oh. Because it felt kind of samey to last week's like, oh, I'm selling these shirts and making money bit. Yeah. And this week they just extended it to a priest match instead. Mm-hmm. And him trying to get into the money in the bank briefcase. Right. Asking, what's your password? What's your password? <laughs> so... Yeah. 
Uh, I was not as into it. And like, as soon as our truth came out, well, actually, as soon as that match started, I was kind of like, this isn't going to be a clean win for either of these guys who that was my thought as well. Trying I was, to push. I was watching it and I specifically said to Janie, I was like, all right, who's going to come out? <laughs> and well, I mean, the very clear answer yeah. would be our truth was going to come out yeah. and get in the way in some way, which he did. So yeah, I was a little bit like underwhelmed with the, the R-Truth this week. Yeah. Agreed. So here we are. We got new uh, top of the mids. I think uh, KO and Logan Paul, uh, this might be the first joint top of the mid. I don't know. One of the few, if it ever happened before. Could be. Could be. Um, anyways, they had their little segment out there. They were uh, going at each other. Um, Logan Paul has been very impressive to me on the mic. Um, he He's a guy who's like here every now and then. Obviously, he's not here all the time. He's got a lot of stuff going on. But I really do appreciate when he is here. Um, he plays his role really well. I'm glad they're not trying to make him a face. He's like, a, he's, I think they gave up on that. Yeah. Which is great because mm-hmm. like he's easily hateable. So capitalize on that, which they yep. seem to be doing. Yep. And um, yeah, it was just a cool little uh, back and forth between the two. Um, it's got me pretty excited for the match. Actually, I have an idea of where we're going to go with that. I don't know when you want to put predictions out there, but I do got a prediction. We're, we're talking about it here. So I think we should get into it here. All right, brother. So yeah, my prediction uh, is Logan Paul will retain. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I I actually hope that he wins it mostly clean mm-hmm. because I think we're going to have some shenanigans in the Roman Reigns fatal four-way. Yeah. Almost definitely we will have shenanigans yes, in the Roman I Reigns fatal four-way. <laughs> so I would kind of hope that if we're going to have both heel champions retain, yeah, that we you know make some sense of it and have one of them at least win clean. Now, if I had to choose one of them to win clean, it would be Roman Reigns because I think he needs it. Yeah, we need to move to away from this. Yeah, finally, get like a dub. His, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just doing it. Like, if you're the goat, go out there and goat it up. You know. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be really interesting to see Logan Paul win clean over Kevin Owens too. Yeah, agreed. And it'll uh, you can keep that belt a little, a little bit longer and then we can move into a program. I still think LA Knight, uh, Logan Paul would print money. And I think mm-hmm. that that would eventually be where they're headed. So we can get LA Knight some more positive momentum going again. Because right now he's just kind of like floating in this weird space between the mid card and the main event picture where you don't really quite. I personally don't believe in him quite yet as a main eventer because yep. I'm just like, there's no way they're going to let him win these matches. There's just no way. Um, so like he's, he's in this weird area where like, you know, they, they have him there because the fans like him, but he's also not gaining any steam because it's not believable if he's going to win. Um, so I'm hoping that after this program, we finally get a nice little uh, push for LA night in the mid card. He can finally get a title and we can start to build some momentum there. And I could realistically see if Logan Paul retains elimination chambers, like a month away, like it's Mm -hmm. not far. I could see them doing the same thing they did last year and putting one of the uh, mid card belts in the elimination chamber because Mm -hmm. Seth has a grade two torn MCL. He's not going to be able to do an elimination chamber match, right? They're going to have to keep him wrapped in bubble wrap basically till mania. If yeah. he's going to keep that belt for that. He did say that th- he, he wants to come back before Mania. This is gold. I, I get that, but like, yeah. I don't think flying to Australia and being in the Elimination Chamber is going to do his knee <laughs> any favors. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and I 0% see Roman Reigns being in the Elimination Chamber at this point. Right. Yep. Not so, with the schedule. Exactly. So we're probably looking at either the United States Championship or the Intercontinental Championship in the mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber. Personally, I think it makes more sense to put the United States Championship in there. Um, and then you've got Logan Paul with the belt on the line in the chamber. He yep. wants viral moments. There's nothing more viral than if he finds a way to climb to the top of the chamber and elbow drop from the very top of it or something, you know? For sure. Like he could pull something like that off, I believe, in his athleticism for that. But you can get LA Knight in there. You could put uh, Santos Escobar in there. Santos you Escobar. Could, yeah, Santos Escobar. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley's been talking his shit. Put him in there. 
I mean, there's a lot of people that you could put into this United States championship kind of bracket for the elimination mm-hmm. chamber. Oh, big one that I'm missing. The Australian, Grayson Waller. You know, Grayson have him Waller. in a match with some stakes in his home country. And I, I think I think that's probably the route that I would go if I was booking it. I'd be happy with that. You already know. <laughs> so we both got Logan Paul to retain? Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to mix things up here, and we're going to put the Bloodline Cinematic Universe here first. So we've got a fatal four-way. Roman versus Randy Orton versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. Versus AJ Styles. First, I'm going to ask you about placement in the card. Yeah. Where do you think this match happens? Do you think it's the main event or do you think they're going to end the ma- end the show with the men's Royal Rumble like they usually do? I think they'll end it with the men's Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah. So my question is, if they end it with the men's Royal Rumble, do any of these four men enter the Royal Rumble to have a second crack at Roman after doing the Brock Lesnar thing from a couple years ago, basically? <laughs> Yeah, um, good question. Um, I could see. I don't. I don't think AJ Styles would re-enter just because I don't really think it would do much for anybody. Um, Wouldn't do anything for me. Yeah, I don't think it would do much. <laughs> uh, Randy Orton entering, you get that pop. You could have him hit a few RKOs, make it interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd say if anybody here is probably the most believable one, it would be Randy Orton. Uh, LA Knight would be there just simply for the pop and little excitement there. could throw a couple people out, get a little excitement, but I don't think anybody would believe he's actually going to win. Randy, on the other hand, you could see him at least having like a, like a realistic chance to win the rumble. Yep. I don't think he would, but he would have a realistic chance. I, I agree with you on that. And then let's get into outcome here. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit. Like I personally would really like to see Roman win this clean. Mm -hmm. Do you think first of all, that he will retain? And then second of all, how do you think it'll happen? I absolutely think he's going to retain. I don't think there's any way he loses this match. Um, How it's going to happen. I wish I'm with you. I wish it was clean, but I don't think it's going to be clean. There will be some sort of interference. There will be some sort of BS that happens. Uh, what is it going to be exactly? Is it going to be somebody from the bloodline popping out? Is it going to be a new member popping out? Is it going to be an appearance from somebody? I don't know, but whatever happens, it's not going to be clean. Roman will retain. That's, that's what I got. I am with you on Roman retaining. And again, I just, I keep coming back to just this hope that he can help. He does it clean. Yeah. Really, it'd be great to see all the way back to the triple threat of, Edge and Brian Daniels. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. (laughs) Where he he said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to smash them, stack them, one, two, three. I would really like to see that happen. Yeah. I don't think it will, though. No. (laughs) I don't think so either. Hope we're wrong. (laughs) Honestly, I really hope we're wrong. Because Roman Reigns, he is the star. And the message that that would also just send on SmackDown to Nick Aldis is... You sent your top three guns at me in a disadvantaged match, and I still beat them without any help. What do, what's he do after that? I think it, it kind of leads to some more interesting things that they can do on SmackDown with that happening than if Roman Reigns were to, you know, have Solo come out and spike them all. You know, like, I don't think that's as interesting. And I'm looking at this also from the perspective of, okay, where can we take these three guys next if that's the case? I mean, I think if Roman beats them clean and they any of the three of them go back to Nick Aldis saying, give me another title shot, give me another title shot, he can say, why? You know, And we can move on to other, other challengers um, depending on who wins the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So... Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, Bob. So I found an updated list on who has declared. So I'm going to read this to you first. Yep. And then we'll talk about some surprise entrants that we think might crop up. 
Yeah. And then we'll get into who we think is going to win and who they're going to challenge. Does that all sound good to you? That sounds beautiful. Okay. <laughs> so we don't have as many in the 30-woman match that have entered to start off. We have Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Maxine Dupree, and Ivy Nile. So we have those six women who have entered. We have a lot of people to fill into this uh, into this women's Royal Rumble. It does yeah, seem like with the women's Royal Rumble, from what I remember from last year, and I kind of scrolled through it the other day, was a lot of legends coming in for a brief appearance. Love that shit. And a lot of NXT mm-hmm. talent coming up for a quick debut. I expect them to do a lot of the same, but I have a list of five surprise entrants that I think are going to come up. Who do you have as your, you know, big needle mover entrance for the women's Royal Rumble? Oh, you're setting me up here. Sasha Banks, dog. She's coming <laughs> back. She's going to be there. At the boss time. <laughs> yeah, baby. She's going to be there. She's popping up. She will be there. I think she will be assisting Bailey. That's my prediction. She'll be there. Uh, and it's going to be an exciting time. I do have an idea for on, quite a few people here. Let's pause on Sasha Banks, though. Let's talk about this. Because I'm open to the idea. And I want to ask you if you think the WWE as an institution would do something like this with Sasha Banks, knowing that they can't get her down to a long-term contract. But let's say they strike a deal for a single match, Royal Rumble entrance. She helps Bailey do some stuff, gets eliminated, and she's out. Just popping up for the Royal Rumble, and then she it was a single match contract. Maybe they pull the trigger on that to try to see if they can get her convince her to sign long term by getting that big pop with the WWE universe. Do you think something like that could happen, or they only let her in with a long term deal? I think they only let her in with a long term deal. I think if you do that, like a single appearance, especially in the WWE with all that exposure, you run the risk of. Fans getting really excited, seeing the moment, being really happy that they just saw Sasha Banks. And then let's say she decides to not return and go to AEW. And then all those fans that were WWE fans that want her there are going to be upset, up in arms, being like, why didn't you get this done? Why is she not here? She showed up for that one moment and now she's gone. How do you let this happen? And uh, not only that, you give her all this publicity. She's going Mm -hmm. to be popping online because she just made this huge return. And again, if she goes to another company, all that publicity that the WWE just generated for her goes straight towards the other company. So I don't think she shows up unless she has a long-term deal. But is it a roll of the dice where you get her this big pop with a huge crowd of 20,000 or however many is going to be there? And that convinces her to go, yeah, you know what? I did just see Dynamite on Wednesday only pulled in a gate of 2,400 fans. Is that what I want to be performing in front of? Or do I want to be in sold out big city arenas, 8,000 people every week, and then WrestleMania in front of 80,000 at the link? It's you a know, great bargaining chip, but I just don't see it happening. It seems too that's risky. That's fair enough. That's fair <laughs> enough. I, it's something that came into my brain this morning when I was thinking about this, and I, yeah. I wanted to get your, your take on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Outside of Sasha Banks, who else do you have as a surprise entrant? All right. So uh, I'm going to leave the probably the most exciting one for last. Okay. Um, but uh, first one, obviously, with Sasha Banks, the related return would be Naomi popping yep, up. I, ha- I have her on my list as well. I think 100% we're going to see, we're going to feel the glow Hell on yeah. Saturday night. So that's going to be exciting, and that'll be really good for uh, my boy Jimmy Uso. Exciting Mm -hmm. for him, have his lady back in the company. Maybe they can tag or something again. That'd be exciting. But I got Naomi. I got uh, Jade Cargill. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of Jade. (laughs) How did I miss her? (laughs) Yeah, that would be interesting. Great shot. She's been been gone for a minute. She's been away, just not paying. You are a fucking genius, mate. That is... I completely slipped over my head with Jade and yep. I even went to the WWE official roster oh, and shit. went through. I have a list of 16 women that I think are going to be in here 
Yeah. Plus, you know, my five that I had as my big, my big pops. Yeah. And Jay did not make that. Well, so there you go. Kudos. Yeah. hundred percent. Yep. Jay you Cargo would be very exciting. It. See her make her first appearance, big appearance, Royal Rumble, huge pay-per-view. That'd be a great thing. So Jade Cargill, um, I think Mickey James making another splash appearance here. I didn't think of her either, but I could see that. Nick Aldis' wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously that connection's there. And she did return like a year or two ago to the Rumble. Mm-hmm. She popped up for like a quick one-off while she was in uh, Impact. So mm-hmm. same deal here. She could definitely do it again. And I could certainly see it happening. Um, well, and currently with where she is, she is the head of um, creative for women's wrestling at OVW. Hmm. So there's not really any real conflict there for if yeah. she were to make an appearance with WWE. If anything, OVW would be like, yeah, please go be in the Royal Rumble right. and get some bums and seats here in Absolutely. Ohio for us. <laughs> So yeah, Mickey James would be interesting. And then the one that I thought would uh, get a lot of people excited uh, is AJ Lee. Retiring. I had her on my list too. Yep. Yep. I think, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see AJ Lee pop up too. That would be very exciting. So yep. Those are, that's my little list. You got any, uh, I'm assuming you got some that I didn't have on mine. I have two. I have All two right. that, that are on my big list that, that you didn't mention. First is Dakota Kai. Talked about it a little bit last week. I could see Dakota Kai popping up and eliminating Bailey, which really starts the downward spiral of Bailey and damage control. Yeah. I could see something like that happening or them at least going at it because it's every woman for themselves in there. Mm-hmm. The other one that I have is Liv Morgan. Ooh, I didn't. That's one. See, you got me there. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. She's <laughs> been gone for a minute. I was trying to think of people that have been gone, but like, yeah. Oh, I got I got another one too. Actually, yep. go ahead and do your little spiel about this, though. I want to hear what you got. So, Liv Morgan's been off TV for a while after I think it was a shoulder dislocation or a tear in something in her shoulder. I believe right. it was something like that uh, months ago when her and Raquel Rodriguez were tag champs. So this is like going back a ways at this point. Yep. So. I think that this would be a really great time to reintroduce Liv Morgan to the WWE eye and get her a great pop because people aren't going to be expecting her back and then, you know, work some kind of program on TV with her, whichever brand she ends up being on. Absolutely, bro. That's a, that's a fire ass like choice right there. I love that. So who's the next one you just thought of? So eh, I don't think it would work. I just did a Google search. Um, Alexa Bliss has been gone for a long time, but she uh, did just have a, a child. Yep. yep. I don't, so I, don't I wouldn't she, expect her. I yeah. wouldn't expect it to pop up. I was curious because I knew she was having a baby and I was like, when was that? Was that like really recent? Yeah, bro. It was last month. So <laughs> I don't see that happening. Uh, I would love to see her back though, but I don't think it's going to happen there. Good, good shout though. I mean, depending yeah. on what kind of condition she's in, you know, I, I, I don't remember how far. Uh, away we are from her giving birth but right you know depending on how far out she is i mean if she feels up to you know making that you know quick appearance pop i eliminate one person and get thrown out you know maybe she's up for that um but i wouldn't i wouldn't really see her as a being long term in the rumble or being mm-hmm. back on television consistently at this point in time right yeah same so do you want to hear a couple of my others that I have on my list? And I want just give me a quick yes or no if you think they'll be there. Okay. Zelina Vega. Yes. Zoe Stark. Yes. Valhalla. No. No. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Tiffany Stratton. Yes. From NXT. Uh, Shotzi. Yes. Shayna Baszler. Yes. Roxanne Perez. She was in it last year. That's why I bring it up. Yes. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Yes. Piper Niven. Yes. Chelsea Green. Oh, absolutely. No question. She'll absolutely make an appearance. Yep. Nikki Cross. No. I was, I was on the bubble on, with her, too. Yeah. Uh, Meechin. Yes. Medium. Mm-hmm. Um. One or both of the hot witches, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. Mm. Uh, maybe. 
That's not a yes or a no. I think them, it's uh, more of like a, if they don't have enough like legends to pop up or whatever, they'll probably throw them in. That's kind of what I was, what I was thinking too. And, you know, I'll just go through the, I'm just going to briefly look at the, um, the list here on WWE superstars. Um, Ariana Grace, maybe I'm, I'm looking at NXT specifically. If we think anyone else will make a debut. GG, we'll bring GG in. You know, I'm a GG fan. Yeah, I know you're a Gigi fan. Um, yeah, I'm looking down through here. Blair Davenport, maybe. They've been giving her a push mm-hmm. of late. Um, I don't see Carmella being in this. Yeah, I haven't seen Carmella in a while. Um Indy Hartwell, she's on the main roster, hasn't been doing yeah. much. Yeah, she's kind of she's kind of like stuck in this. Like I always say, she's like stuck in this area of the mid card where like every time she's like in a match, I just like don't care because she's like doesn't have much of very much of any story going on. But she could have is obviously like absolutely show up in the Royal Rumble just as like a mm-hmm. random entrance for somebody. To, I mean, a uh, random entrant for somebody to throw out. Just sounds kind of mean, but like. no, I mean, I get what you're saying though. Um, <laughs> da, da, da. Lola Vice. Oh, that would be sports entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I'd like that. <laughs> um, oh, Maurice, maybe, 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 maybe. We didn't mention Natalia. I think she'll be in there. Nikita Lyons. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, they they they, they love uh, promoting her on on the internet, so that mm-hmm. that would make some sense. Scarlet, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that one? I have no thoughts on that one. <laughs> so, okay, next step of the Women's Royal Rumble: Who do you think will win? All right, the money got- currently betting is on Bailey. Just so you know, oh, is it really the, the betting's on? Yep, she's so- a favorite. I just want to start by this. Uh, I've been trying to stay off the internet to avoid any sort of uh, spoilers uh, regarding this. So I don't want to add it. I'm just, I really want to avoid it. I will be even more off the internet this weekend. Um, so I did not know that that is the betting favorite, but uh, that is who I have winning. Most likely is Bailey. Um, I have one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is clean. Like the uh, victorious face that she will eventually be. She will mm-hmm. win clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, or B, if my other prediction comes true, it'll be with the help of Sasha Banks, uh, who will come in, assist Bailey. Bailey will get the, the Royal Rumble win, and she'll be able to challenge EO later at WrestleMania. And also, we can get a Sasha Banks feud with maybe somebody else in damage control. Um, kind of have two feuding little factions there. So that is my uh, number one, I guess, guess of what would happen. My my second option is Bianca. I think Bianca would have a solid chance. So let's go back to Bailey real quick. If Bailey wins the Royal Rumble, you think she challenges EO Sky for the Absolutely. belt? Okay. If Bailey, let's say she's in the Royal Rumble, Sasha Banks does come back and they work together. And that pisses off damage control. Could you see them starting a program towards the, the, the women's title? Or let's say the Kabuki Warriors win the tag belts on SmackDown tomorrow. Do you think we'd kind of reintroduce Sasha Banks with Bailey to get the go after the women's tag belts? Just as an introduction to them kind of being faces. Yeah. I don't know which way they would go, but either one would absolutely make some sense to me. Um, the way I see it going is like, I think Bailey would win the Rumble, and I don't think she would immediately go to like, I'm challenging X, Y, or Z, right? I don't think she's immediately going to make that choice. Obviously, she doesn't have to until later on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what's going to happen is she'll win. Uh, Damage Control will kind of be a little bit upset about how it happened. If your prediction comes true and Dakota Kai comes in and uh, Sasha Banks is also in, Sasha Banks costs Dakota Kai the match helps Bailey mm. that could add some beef in there. Right. And then, so like Bailey won tensions rise and eventually she decides, I'm, you know what? I'm going to take on EO at WrestleMania. 
Um, that would set up a certainly interesting feud in my eyes. This is all dreaming for me, but you know what? I'm just going to keep rolling with the takes. So now Bianca Belair. Yeah. If she wins, do you think she just very kind of defaults to EO Sky because she wants her belt back? Or could we see Bianca Belair challenge Rhea Ripley? I actually think she challenged Rhea Ripley just because Bianca and Rhea is just like in terms of like physical dominance in the women's division. It's hard to find a match for those two. And they are just like so physically gifted, very both very big. I think that the match is very believable. And I think that that would be one of the first like legitimate like, damn, she has a real chance to dethrone Rhea challengers that Rhea has had. So that's that's why I see it going that way. So I see it a little bit differently. And Bianca Belair is my pick to win the Rumble. She's nice. I think that's where they're going to go. Um, and I think Bianca Belair will go for EO Sky to get her belt back. Get her lick back. Yeah, because <laughs> we've already got some tension rising, if you will. Yeah. Between Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And I sure. think you can make that a program naturally. They're both already on Raw. You can keep that going. Huge stars. And exactly. They, Huge they looked stars. at each other. You saw when they uh, like just locked eyes on Raw. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of that, posted it to Twitter just because I was like, damn, that was like a powerful little moment right there. Like that as, as the internet wrestling community keeps going on, it was it had that aura. Aura, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think if Bianca wins it, Bianca or Bailey, really, yeah. I think they just will naturally move to a, a a programmed feud between Becky and Rhea to go to Mania with them. Okay. That's my theory. Yeah, that's believable for sure. All right. Now we got the men's Royal Rumble. Yes, sir. So we have a pretty decent list of who is confirmed entrance for this one so far. So are you ready for this? Yeah. Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Chad Gable, Otis, Akira Tozawa, Kofi Kingston, and Damian Priest. So, my first question that I have on the Royal Rumble for you is, how do you feel about Gunther and Priest being in the Royal Rumble when Gunther has the Intercontinental Belt already and Damian Priest has a contract he can cash in at any time for a title shot. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not against either one. I think uh, Gunther coming in makes sense because, uh, you know, he has his belt now. He's, he's earned the legitimacy that he's given the belt. And this is an easy way for him to get a straight shot to another huge championship. Now, where I'm at is I don't think it's very believable that he'd win, obviously, because we've got all these other storylines going on. And I just don't see a realistic scenario where he comes out on top, earns another belt on top. And we already got another guy who like took up a bunch of belts in Roman Reigns. So like, I think they're mm-hmm. kind of done with that for a little bit. Um, That's my take on him. But I, I don't think I don't for me, like the the logic is there for me. And it makes sense that he'd want to enter the Royal Rumble and, you know, get a crack at it. Uh, in terms of, um, I'm sorry, what was the other one? Damian Priest. Who Damian is Priest, a, right. one half of a tag team champion, and has the Money in the Bank contract. Damian Priest, uh, logically, to me, still makes sense, even though it looks funny at the surface. My reason being here is, uh, so I'm going to talk more about his l- logic issues later, but I don't have an issue with this specifically. Um, oh, the you reason do have being that in there later. Sorry. Yes. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. But this, this, I don't have a problem with this specifically because it feels like, um, it just gives you an extra opportunity, right? So he can mm-hmm. cash in sometime before Mania, of course, try to win the belt. If he fails at that attempt, and he does win the Royal Rumble, that does give him the opportunity. Like, oh, I well, failed. Well, got another shot at Mania. You know, gives you two cracks at it instead of one. Logically, that makes sense to me, and I wouldn't expect him not to enter the Royal Rumble. Or at the same time, he has the WrestleMania shot, and 
the contract goes past mania. It goes till May, I believe is when money mm-hmm. in the bank is going to be. So let's say he loses at WrestleMania in the main event. Bell rings one, two, three, he's done. Rest of judgment day comes out, puts a beat down on Seth Rollins. I'm cashing in. I'm cashing in. He loses and then wins. They could do something like that where it yeah. kind of puts over both guys. That would make but, some sense. Yeah, give uh, Seth his big moment and then <laughs> rip it, rip it from away. his cold, dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it would give him his WrestleMania moment and kind of cap that's, off. That's true. His that's story. True. <laughs> yeah. So surprise entrance. Um, there's one that I've been sitting on that they kind of ruined on SmackDown, and I'm really surprised that they reintroduced Pete Dunn instead of Butch on SmackDown. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised too. I didn't think that they were going to do that. (laughs) Dog, like, I know you need to fill some time on SmackDown, but like, you could kind of extend this identity crisis a little bit further. I liked what they did with it. You know, yeah. Pretty Deadly is like, Pete Dunn? Who's Pete Dunn? We've never I, seen Pete Dunn I before. I love Pretty Deadly. Bro. Hilarious. <laughs> but I was really thinking they would they would use that moment at the Rumble to reintroduce him. Yeah. As Pete instead of Butch. So I wouldn't be surprised if he still pops up in the Rumble. But uh, I think they kind of blew the moment so i wouldn't be surprised if he's not in the rumble at this point in time my big one my big kind of grade a surprise entrant is andrade el idolo who has a different name in wwe but i don't know him because i only knew him in aew yeah so i think andrade will be will be popping up that's my my grade one stake grade one stake that's a good one i didn't have that one uh, my other big one will be a Seamus return. Oh, fuck. I forgot he's been gone for a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's just His been doing last workout match videos. was Edge's retirement match that Damn. didn't retire Edge. Oh, it really was? That was the last match? Yep. Wow. That was the last match he worked. That's crazy. And then I have kind of two big NXT stars that are already kind of on the verge of breaking through, but I think this kind of pushes them all the way to out of NXT and to the main roster for a longer term. And that is Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. I had Braun Breaker in mind. Lads, it's time. It is time. Yep. They're given Carmelo matches on SmackDown. He's doing really well. Um, I blame Austin Theory for that botch the other week, not Carmelo Hayes. That's Austin Theory's fault because he sucks and I don't like him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think Braun Breaker, I mean, like, what else does he have to do? Like, he's in this Dusty Rhodes classic with Baron Corbin as the wolf dogs or whatever. <laughs> Just, like, he's been a face, he's been a heel, he's been a tag team, he's been kind of funny and dumb. Yep. He has that Steiner blood of <laughs> doing silly promos and making you like, all right, well, I'm not going to laugh because this guy would kick the shit out of me. <laughs> so... I think it's time to elevate Braun Breaker to the main roster. Big agree. Yep. Braun Breaker and Roman Reigns in a spear off. Oh, legendary shit. Yeah, buddy. Bring, bring, bring up Braun Breaker to the, to the main roster and then just bring, can we get some Scott, some big pop of pump out there just to hang out a little bit? I would love that, bro. Give me a nice manager in the WWE as a manager. Yeah. Yeah. Manager. Uh, That'd be sick. Who do you have as some surprise men's entrance? Uh, so you, I actually have two here. Um, mm-hmm. One one of them was Braun. Uh, so I had three, but I have two remaining. One's mm-hmm. just kind of a legend that I just, you know, my heart wants me to come back. So mm-hmm. uh, I really want appearance from the boogeyman. This is really random, but I love okay. the boogeyman. Like he's one of my favorite WWE characters of all time. And there is some reasoning behind this. This is extremely left field, by the way. This is, I know, this is really. I thought you were going to say like a Booker T or something no. like that. Like, <laughs> this is like very left field. The Boogeyman, uh, he's, this man is, he's very old uh, at this point in time for a WWE wrestler, but this man stays in shape. 
He's been asking for an opportunity for a long time. I follow on him on Twitter. He's been interested in making a return. Pretty sure he's got a Legends deal. He pops up every now and then to events, just or, freaking people Halloween, out. Halloween, yeah. He is 59 years old. Yep, but he is ripped, bro. He stays in shape. And um, he just hasn't made an appearance in a long time in a ring. He's been like outside the ring and little segments here and there popping up. But I would love to see the boogeyman just like we're, we're watching the rumble, right? Everybody's out there. Then out of nowhere, you hear, I'm the boogeyman and I'm coming to get you. Dude, I would pop. That would do it for me. <laughs> like, I would be so excited. There's always room for for a silly one like that in the Royal Rumble. There's 30 fucking people. You, yep. you can pop. You can pop him in. Bring the boogeyman. Uh, so that's my one. My big one though is Biggie. Now I know he's tweeted out and said that he's not cleared. But let me mm-hmm. remind y'all. I watched the Royal Rumble when Edge came back. Mm-hmm. I remember him tweeting something along the lines of. There's no truth to the rumors. Something like it's frustrating that people keep saying this when I can't come back. I'm not going to be there. He played us like a fiddle. I believed that he yep. wasn't coming till the last second when I saw his music hit. The same thing could be happening you know here. Him. What's that? You think you know him? Yeah, you think you know him. Biggie, uh, he's been gone for a minute, man. And, you know, obviously it all comes down to health. If he secretly has a clean enough bill of health that he can return, I think now is when he will return. I thought he was going to return last year. Clearly, that wasn't the case. I'm just holding out hope. Big E coming back would be huge for everybody because everybody loves positive-ass Big E. He's just a fun, big guy, big, meaty dude with a lot of girth, and I love that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You heard it here first. Girthy. Dimitri is a girth guy. Yeah, buddy. Uh, some others that I had on on my list that aren't as big, but you know, just kind of make sense. Um, yeah. Sami Zayn return, mm-hmm. our um, truth popping up in the in the Rumble. He's That'd been be active on on Raw, so I think he'll be in there to to help DP. <laughs> um, Omos, <sighs> yes or no? I'm tired of Omos. <laughs> He's gonna. I be know there. he hasn't been in there for a <laughs> he minute. Will I'm be still- there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Rick O'Shea. Oh yeah, I haven't seen him in a minute. Um, oh, I have a I have a left field one too. Okay, Wade Barrett. Ooh, that'd be fun. Seems like he keeps himself in decent shape. He's yeah. not set to be on commentary. It's going to be Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Um, but what do you do? You think do you think Wade Barrett might do a little little thing? I don't think he will, but I'd love to see it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, I have a couple others. Just give me a quick yes or no here too. Um, Andre Chase. Andre Chase name. Chase you guy. Oh, 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 right, right, right. I have no idea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. Austin Theory. Yeah. Grayson Waller. Yeah. Baron Corbin. Kind of give him a return to the main roster. Mm, yeah, I could see him popping up. Uh, Bronson Reed. Yes. I think yes, if Omos is not in. It's going to be one of the two because you can only uh, have like one Goliath type. Yeah, you need the big guy to go up there. Everybody teams up on. It's like, uh, yep. uh, uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh D-Jack. D-Jack. NXT dude. He was half of a bad tag team. I think it was T-Bar at one point. Oh, oh you see, you, you, you're, that rang the bell. Uh, probably not. Dragon Lee. Yes, I think. Jey Uso. That's, that's a tough one. I mean, yeah, I guess. I he should be. He, he should. There's no reason he shouldn't be. It's just interesting that I haven't heard him. He's like. Declare, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like the people that declare are always like the obvious ones. So you're like, yeah, fucking duh. They're going to be in the Royal Rumble, but he hasn't declared. Uh, but yeah. Jimmy Uso. Oh, that'd be spicy. I'd like it. Yeah. Solo Sokoa. Oh my God. You're just opening up an area in my brain that I even think about all these bloodline members being in there. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Turn up, get all the bloodline members in there. That would be interesting for storyline purposes. Jimmy and Jay hit a super kick on someone in stereo and they look at each other. Yeet. 
No yeet. Oh my god. The <laughs> yeet no yeet chance would be incredible. <laughs> Yo. This fantasy booking on this episode is incredible. I love this. Gender Mahal. Yes, dude. Get him in there. He's gotta. <laughs> Hell yeah. Co- uh Carrion Cross. He'll, but yeah, probably. <laughs> He'll probably be in. They're trying to push him. He'll probably be in there. Stop pushing him. <laughs> uh The Miz. Yes. And it's about that time. Brock Lesnar. Oh, so that's a tough one. I would typically say yes. But with all of the stuff that just came out this morning, I'm not going to I'm not going to say all of what happened, but if you haven't paid attention, check out that Vince McMahon lawsuit. See the Wall Street Journal. Yep. They have the report. Uh, I think that they probably steer clear of this since this is so fresh and I don't think TKO wants that heat. They've already expressed that uh, they're not too happy about any sort of Vince McMahon heat that he may bring to the company. So I'm assuming Mm -hmm. anything related, they're just going to be like, nah, cut that out. So uh, yeah, I don't see it happening, bub. Yep. I, Brock Lesnar was originally on my list of five that I had over here, but with the uh, new reporting, I yeah. was like, eh, I'm going to put him a little lower down now. Right. <laughs> Any others that you kind of think are, are a maybe that you, that you could see? Nah, I, I couldn't think of any others. Uh, that's uh, you John pretty Cena? much. Oh, fuck. I would love to see John Cena make an appearance. I just don't see him popping up but shit i would it's not the first time we wouldn't expect him popping up i think he popped up in 08 when nobody expected it tko board member the rock no i don't see that happening the rock is um dropping in the betting odds but he is he has been consistently on them Hmm. uh veer coming (laughs) again (laughs) veer is coming (laughs) Yeah, that that shit took so long. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Trick Williams, uh, that would be an interesting one. I would, ooh, that would be really exciting to hear. Uh, whoop that trick in a big ass arena. If oh, I'm I'm with it. If enough of them are like knowledgeable enough to like know that, I know not everybody watches NXT, you, but like I feel you like get that's a couple one of those. people that start it and yeah. it would catch on. Yeah. And I think there's enough people that have at least seen the videos online of the whoop that trick. Why? Mm-hmm. Whoop that trick. Uh-huh. Whoop that trick. <laughs> it's so catchy. It is. Great. It's incredibly catchy. Um bum, bum, bum. just going through here again one more time. Uh, Pat McAfee. Oh. Hey man, I think I think you can always it's always a chance Pat McAfee will show up. If he got time and they call him, he'll make it happen. Nick Aldis, after seeing his three top guns, not pull it off. You know, it's funny. I debated putting Nick Aldis on my list. Um, I really did. But then I was like, they're not going to do that yet. But I do think at some point, uh, Nick Aldis is going to wrestle in a WWE ring. I think uh, so too. Kind of like as a just bully GM. Like I love mm-hmm. that idea. It's just so interesting to me. And I did take it out of my, uh, my stocks rising. Cause I wanted to talk about something else, but he has been doing a fantastic job. Just want to say he's been doing a fantastic oh, yeah. job. Excellent. Doing stuff. A GM. Really, really great good stuff. shit. Um, yeah, I'm not really seeing anybody else that I would kind of put a lot of money on. Maybe Finn Balor. And you'd kind of get the look from Damian priest. Like, what are you doing here, dog? Mm. Like, this is my moment. Dirty Dom? Yeah. Get Dirty Dom in there for sure. You, you got to get Dirty Dom in there for that boo. Yeah, for that boo. Carlito? <laughs> Maybe. I want to see him bring that Apple back, bro. He's been doing it like on their digital content, but not yeah. on like TV. I want to see him bring the Apple back and bring the old theme back. I'm, I don't. Yeah. This, this new Carlito don't got the more, same pizzazz. It's not good. Not good. <laughs> No, no good. All right. Well, that's where that's all I've got there. So who do you think is going to win? Uh, Cody Rhodes. Lame. <laughs> who do you think is going to win? CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> that was my second guess. Of course. I think everybody's kind of between Cody Rhodes, CM Punk. Um, but I think Cody Rhodes wins, man. 
I like I think you can do Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns without him winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And he would be the the first person since Stone Cold in like 1997 to win back-to-back Royal Rumbles. I'm not with it. Mm. So I I don't like that. I think that's boring booking personally. Mm. All right, all right. Hold on. Let's let's keep track of these so we can we can look back on them. So I got Bailey for the women. Okay, let me put that in here. Yeah, I got Bailey for the women. Uh and I got uh obviously Cody Rhodes for the men's rumble. I got punk. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, and it's pretty obvious on who each of those challenge. If it's Cody Rhodes, it's Roman Reigns, and if uh-huh. it's CM Punk, it is Seth Rollins. Yep. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Um so let's just stay on Cody Rhodes and CM Punk and talk about your first stock rising. Yeah, so that that promo um, on Raw, uh, where they're they're both like face to face, was some fantastic oh. promo work, man. Oh my god, had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, it was the best match on Raw. <laughs> essentially, yes, it was the best segment on Raw. Everybody was talking about it. It was like everything before and after that is just like meh in comparison, mm-hmm. like. They didn't have to lace it up. All they had to do was stand in the ring and talk some shit to one another. It had me very, very interested. So and shit, did they talk? Oh my god! Yeah, and an interesting thing is having both these guys here, uh, both dudes that are ex WWE guys, ex AEW guys, coming back to WWE. It's really interesting that they didn't get to face off in AEW. As far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned, I, I believe that's true, right? They did not. That's such a strange thing. Um, yeah, uh, clearly they are both at the top of their craft. Uh, it was interesting to see Cody Rhodes sit there and talk about how uh, he's more CM Punk than CM Punk. And CM Punk said he's more American Dream than Cody Rhodes. Love that. Damn. That shit cut deep. Uh, I'm just... That promo whether it was for a feud in the future or if it was just to hype up the rumble, either way, it got me very excited to see what's going to happen. It makes you want to see those two face off. It does. And these little micro storylines that they've been peppering in for the rumble, I think have been excellent. Yes. And I think you you're going to have this moment where one of them's already in the ring and the other's music hits and whoever's in the ring is just going to stop and go, mm-hmm. you know, give that like, Oh fuck this guy kind of looked up the ramp. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think they did some really good work. Big agree. Very exciting. My stock rising is a stock rising in the future. So <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm predicting here. And not fantasy booking. I hope this is a prediction um, that comes true that we have new tag champs in the women's division as of tomorrow night around 10 o'clock. The Kabuki Warriors are taking on Katana Chance and Caden Carter in a tag team match for the belts. And when I was watching SmackDown, I took some notes on my phone. Hell yeah. Dimitri style. Here's what I wrote. Caden Carter and Katana Chance are severely underwhelming champions. Thank God Damage Control is t- taking the belts off them next week. I have. I think we have a little bit of differing. I, I don't think I know we have differing opinions on this a bit. They're now, boring. I, I, I Trust me. I, would, uh, I absolutely love the Kabuki Warriors, and I absolutely 100% would love them as champions much more just because I'm a huge Everybody in Damage Control, you already know, love them very much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, but these two as champions, I, don't, I haven't been as upset uh, with Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Uh, I think their their gimmick is pretty stupid. Talk. What? Exactly. Dumb yeah. gimmick and they can't talk. Th- that's my issue. Their gimmick is really dumb. I think they need to uh, reworked a little bit because just being like the party girls who like to party and, and have fun is just like, what? What, what? what is that for? <laughs> Who yeah. is that for? Yeah, that is questionable. Um, but they're like in ring performance. Absolutely. Every time they're in the ring, I'm drawn to the television because they 
put up, pull off a lot of interesting moves. That little finisher thing where uh, the keg stand. That thing's crazy, bro. It's crazy with a stupid name. It is. It does have a stupid name. It, so, it, like all all they make me do when I watch them is yes, they can go, but they can their go. ring moves and their whole gimmick and personality makes me roll my eyes. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I think their gimmick and personality is, is pretty stupid and, and a little bit, it feels immature almost. Yeah, um, it's, an, it's an NXT gimmick. It is yeah. not a SmackDown or Raw gimmick. But in terms of in the ring, I have been satisfied with their in the ring performance. I think their little run here has been promising, uh, more promising actually than, um, what's her name? Uh Karen WWE Chelsea Green and uh Piper Niven. Piper Niven. Um I really like their little they're obviously they have much more personality and I love their personality outside the ring and how they talk and everything. But in terms of like in-ring performance as champions, I think Caden Carter and Katana Chance have been more impressive in that. I, I mean, I think they needed to make a change when Sonya Deville got hurt because yeah. it worked with the two of them together. I mean, yeah. Sonya Deville has this like just cunning and you know now to her that you can take her seriously as a competitor yeah whereas chelsea green a little less so oh, um, absolutely she's like the personality aspect of the of the team but then you add piper niven who i think is fine yeah. but her whole thing is that she's a bruiser you know mm-hmm. like and you can only get so far as a bruiser in a tag team i think yeah um unless you have like if you paired piper niven and nikki cross together as the scottish warriors um, that would work because you kind of have a, you know, something they can play off there, but I'm going to go back to SmackDown again. I thought that Isla Dawn and Alba fire had a better in ring performance than, uh, Casey squared. Okay. I think that they had a better performance. That's fair. They I really like the gates. Team flying i think they had a lot more combination offense that's not just a finisher which for me in tag team wrestling i think is really important i think you have to have more than a finisher yeah you have to have just moves that you pull off together that weaken your opponent Mm -hmm. and i just don't really see that from the other two that's fair enough interesting talk there i like that um i guess a little bonus stock rising to WWE for making a buttload of money off this Netflix deal. Yeah, for real. What are your What are your thoughts? And maybe we can dive into this a little bit more next week. But what are yeah. your thoughts on this ten uh, year, five billion dollars with a Netflix option to extend for the same price for another ten years? Uh, I think is a great deal uh, for everybody involved. I'm excited as a consumer. Um, this is the first time they've made a move like this and I felt like, yeah, that's a really exciting move for me. Cause like moving from the WWE network to Peacock, I wasn't really excited about cause I already really liked WWE network. Um, but moving raw to Netflix just brings a lot of possibilities in terms of potentially shortening the show to two hours, which triple H has famously said would make booking a lot easier back in like 2015 or 2016. Mm-hmm. I think that's something he would absolutely consider and would like to do if it made monetary sense for the product. Um, Go ahead. Well, the other thing on kind of booking the show is if it's on Netflix, each episode doesn't have to be three hours Mm -hmm. because you're not fitting it into TV time slots. Yes. So let's say what they have for a really good show on this upcoming Monday is two and a half hours worth of content. And then the following week, they have a really good three hours. Raw after Mania, if they have a good three and a half hours, people will tune in for it. Mm-hmm. If it's a good, well booked, filled show that that's a great have a point. Bullshit in it. I never thought of, or, I didn't think about this. Like varying times, like before yeah. they had to cut off. Like you got to cut off, or else something's coming out. Exactly. You're they streaming can, on they Netflix. Can overrun or yeah. underrun if they need to, depending on what the show calls for. No more CM Punk returning and getting cut off early because there's not enough time <laughs> so for the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's a big win. I didn't even think about that. So yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good win. Uh, obviously SmackDown goes to USA uh at that point too. So um, you know, still gonna have familiarity there. Uh, but I think moving to Netflix for Raw is very interesting and exciting. 
The the other aspect of this too is I believe the um, Peacock deal is up in 2026. Mm-hmm. So WWE will likely already be negotiating with NBC Universal on, hey, do you want to keep our pay-per-views? Mm-hmm. Because if you want to keep them, you better pony up that kind of money for these pay-per-views. Yeah. Because if you don't, we will take our entire library that we have on your streaming service and put it there because they can handle it. And we already have raw there. We might as well just put the pay-per-views there too. Yeah. That'd make a lot of sense. So exciting times, man. Exciting times. Very much so. Um, Let's do some stocks falling. Uh, My first one, that's a quick one. Um, AEW's Dynamite was awful for the first 20 minutes. Our audio is better than what they put out on national television for the first 20 minutes. (laughs) Damn, bro. It was embarrassing. Um, So that's my quick one. My little bit of a less quick one, Kevin Patrick, rest Mm. in peace to your wrestling career. I think it just wasn't a good fit. Um, I have heard him doing soccer commentary and he's very good. Yeah. He's very good at soccer commentary where I think you can kind of let the the product breathe a little bit more Mm -hmm. where with wrestling, I think you really need to be kind of building the excitement for the consumer. And I don't think he quite had that kind of balance down. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd say that's a, yeah, I'd say it's a fair assessment. Uh, It seems like, you know, uh, no like personal problems with anybody. seems well liked by everybody. Um, Just clearly just didn't work out. Didn't, wasn't the correct fit. It seems like this last time WWE was kind of like in a, Hey, sink or swim here. We're going to give you this chance. Let's see how it goes. And it clearly, didn't go to where they planned. Um, so since he's such a solid dude, obviously hope he lands on his feet somewhere and can, you know, <laughs> land somewhere positively. It's kind of upsetting to see him go, but at the same time, it's exciting to see, uh, well, Cole's going to be replacing him for a little bit, but mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see who is the long-term replacement and, uh, what that eventually sounds like. I would, I would be intrigued to see like Booker T pop up to the main roster. But Booker they need t- a play. They need a play by play. They don't need a color. Oh guy. yeah, true, 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 true. Um, so yeah, I and don't that's know. Really, what the hell Joseph do. Yeah. right now. Who knows? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's Byron Saxton. Maybe they move him back to a desk. Um, Byron I don't wasn't know. bad. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I yeah. didn't like kind of the gimmick that they started doing on Raw, where it was you know him, the bald guy, and Corey Graves where it was basically like Corey and Byron, like the like Corey just bullying him the whole yeah, time. Just always getting dunked on all the time. Yeah. Like I just didn't, I didn't know what that was for, who that was yeah. for again. Like I didn't, it didn't move anything for me, but I, they'll find somebody that that's good. I mean, you got to move stuff around every so often. And yeah. you know, with the amount of money that's coming up on these deals, I mean, they got to make sure that the commentary is solid. Facts. Yeah. It's the thing you hear every show for the majority of the show. So yep. got to get it right. I mean, Kevin Patrick, I do think he's going to have a fine career in broadcasting. Cause like I said, he's a very good soccer commentator. Um, he also does a couple podcasts. He did um, after the bell, I think with Corey Graves for a while as well. So he has experience doing things outside of just, you know, WWE, WWE was not his only job. So he's, I think he'll be all right. Um, and if he pops up somewhere else, you know, I think he'll do, he'll do good stuff there. Yep. Um, other stock falling, Dimitri. Yes, the Damien Priest logic has been absolutely abysmal in terms of yep. the money and money in the bank contract. Um, simply because Bro has been talking about winning this title for so long and has tried multiple times to win said title. Um, but now that Seth Rollins has legitimately hurt his knee and mm-hmm. cannot compete in a in a match. First of all, he could have cashed in when Seth Rollins got hurt in the match. Second of all, he could cash in any time. I don't think there's any stipulation that the championship that the champion has to be healthy. So it, it does not. There is, I mean, realistically, if Seth can't wrestle, he shouldn't have the belt. Exactly. That's so always where I fall in these things. So like, like I, said, I said the same thing about MJF, by the way, mm-hmm. last year at the you end did? of the year. If he can't go, take the belt off him. They did. Samoa Joe has it now. So yeah, Priest, he's a slimy heel in a heel faction. Why would he not be like, yo, 
Seth Rollins is out here in the middle of the ring right now. He's got one leg. I'm taking that championship right now with my money in a bank contract. Why would he not? Like, logically, why would he not? I just don't understand. I don't understand the logic there. At least plant a seed, do something to like make it make sense. Because right now, I'm going to be honest, him not cashing in makes zero sense. I mean, it's the same thing from when like Samoa Joe was going to have the next title shot at MJF. And they're like, oh, well, we need to push this to the next pay-per-view. And so the logic for Samoa Joe was, you're my property now. I'm going to keep you healthy because I want you at your best. And then the week before the pay-per-view, he like injured him again. And it's like, huh? we know you're just <laughs> bleeding for time here. Like, yeah. I'm fully with you. Like, And it falls into like the joke of WWE Raw right now where there is someone talking in the center of the ring. Judgment Day music hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this time, Judgment Day music hits. It has all of them, but Damian Priest with a ref in tow. And Seth's like, come on, Priest. Don't do this to me, Priest. Don't like begging, begging. No. Don't take my belt. Don't take my title. Don't take my title. Do something. If you plan on Priest, the title. If you plan on Priest not, at least not winning the match, at least have Priest come out, have them start the match, and then have somebody like interfere. So it's like a disqualification or something. I don't know if that's in the rule book, if you can do that and disqualify somebody's. Uh, money in the bank cash in but if that happens obviously Seth Rollins doesn't lose the title because you can't lose the title in a disqualification Um, so I don't know there's probably some way to book around it it's just like right now we're just sitting here with this thing that just kind of it's a little bit funny to see Damian Priest walk out with the briefcase now because it's like bruh use the shit (laughs) or on the other side of this too like have Damian take the belt so you can do stuff with the belt which Remind me, Dimitri, why did they create this belt out of thin air? Oh, oh because there was an absent champion. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They wanted this one, so there's a champion on the show. And now there isn't. Yep. So Damien Priest cashes in. He takes the belt, works some kind of program when Seth's healthy and can go again, and give him that WrestleMania moment from the other side, that yeah. he has the match with Damien Priest, and he wins his belt back. That would be beautiful. Story writes itself. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's why it's in the stock falling. Yeah. So after we've talked, you still excited for the rumble? Absolutely. I'm very excited for the rumble. Yeah. I got I got drinks ready and ooh, forgot to mention for you and the viewers, I got a Blackstone grill for Christmas. So Okay. Yeah, buddy. Last All night right. I made some cheesesteaks. They were absolutely fantastic. So I'm probably gonna use that again and make something for uh Royal Rumble. This man's got an outside TV and a Blackstone. Oh, bro. Oh, let me add one more thing. I went to a really <laughs> fancy cigar shop downtown and got a couple cigars for my birthday. And uh, yo, one of them was like honey infused. It was absolutely divine. And I'm going to get another one probably for Royal Rumble. All right, Mr. Richie Rich. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and, and uh, on YouTube at Let Me Pod to You. You can follow Dimitri at Dimitri Talks, and you can request money from him because he's loaded on Venmo at Dimitri Talks. You can find me at We Hate Jacob. That's hate with an eight if you want. Please give us a review on your chosen podcast platform. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and we're on every major network. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy the rumble. Yeah.